Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. What's going on? There he is, Sean Mendez. How- What's poppin', man? Good. How are you, man? I love your necklace. It looks it looks uh, awesome. Thank you, bro. Yeah, this was our original radio logo. So this is like the newer one. And then this was the original one, like before we started the syndication and everything. And so I got it just to kind of always remember, you know, the the jump, like kind of where it all started. We started obviously just at one station and now we're at like 65 plus across the country. It's crazy. Does anyone ever think you're in the Illuminati because it's a triangle though? What's funny is everybody <laughs> does, bro. Yeah, sure they do. <laughs> everybody does. If I wore um, that, it would be uh, news. <laughs> are, are you are you drinking coffee or tea? I'm drinking coffee right now. I saw you talking to Ryan Seacrest about being all about coffee, dude. For some reason, I cannot get into it. Were you were you always into it, or like how did you even like start to like it? Are you a naturally high energy person? Yes. So that's probably why. I think I think if you're naturally high energy, like my girlfriend loves coffee i think my puppy just farted because i smell it you did you fart tarzan my puppy's laying behind me and sleeping i think he I was just gonna farted say that, for sure I mean, that's a pretty big fart if you could smell that's it a, and it's yeah i can there. i mean he's a, he's only 20 pounds and he's like 10 <laughs> weeks old but he's a monster farter nice <laughs> <laughs> um uh yeah like my girlfriend she's super high energy naturally so she doesn't take well to coffee but i'm i think pretty mellow so coffee is great for me. It gives you that little boost. Yeah. Dude, I don't want this to come off weird, but your voice is one of the dopest, man. Like, Aww. especially when you watch, like, for those that haven't, dude, you got to watch the Netflix special in Wonder. When you watch it and you're seeing how you actually create these songs and just, you know, coming up with the melodies and playing with chords and doing the whole thing, dude, it's so dope to watch the process and you really get to see just how like genuine your voice is. It got me thinking, who's a voice that you love? Like when you hear it, you're just like, oh my God, that voice is special. Oh, wow. I mean, so many voices. I mean, I can't, I don't have, (sighs) that's a really hard question I want to answer because I know there's someone on like the tip of my tongue who like, I always feel that way about when I hear them sing. But you know what was really amazing to me was when I was in the studio with Justin Bieber the first time, growing up, like so, like I remember when One Time came out, like I sang, I knew all the words in the first day, like his voice and not not just like uh, how it sounded, but all the inflections of how he sings is so engraved in my my mind. And in person, I wasn't expecting it to sound like r- records because I mean, like, doesn't always. But he started singing in the room, and I was like, I remember being in shock because <laughs> of how good his voice. I mean, it sounded like he was singing through the radio, um, and I was in shock by how amazing his voice sounded in person. Not that I didn't expect it, but yeah. Um, and same with Ed Sheeran, actually. In person, I was like, Oh my god, I can't believe you sound this good. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, on the uh, the the director's chair where it's you and Justin talking about Monster, you both were kind of saying how you're you're both intimidating a little bit. Like it's weird to be around one another because it's like wow, kind of like that same experience you were just talking about. I mean that the the song is phenomenal, dude. Like what what when you first like started knocking everything out, did you know that he needed to be the feature on it, or how did it come about? No. 
Not at all. I wrote that song three years ago. Um, just Damn. completely. I wrote it with Daniel Caesar, and originally Daniel Caesar was on the record, and we were writing it about um, it's kind of like how society puts people up on a pedestal, and we knew it was a, great, a cool song. We just kind of had it holding. Then over the last like three, three, four, five months, I just randomly. I, I don't know why. I have a mental block on why we, we Justin and I connected, but we did. And started having uh, just really nice, deep conversations. And we were like on FaceTime for a couple hours, some days, and just like really kind of talking about life. And I was like, I have this song that you might want to like just listen to. And I sent it to him and it just clicked with him, you know. And next thing I knew, he sent back his verse, which I was like completely just blown away by. I mean, it's so good. I mean, that's it's so good. I mean. I'm not being biased because it's my song or anything, but like, that's one of my favorite verses I've ever heard him sing. Well, and it kind of just fits where he's at. I feel like in life right now, like from holy to lonely to like that whole vibe, it's really just him being vulnerable and kind of just intimate. Like, look, this is me and this is where I'm at. And this is what my past has been. And I mean, yeah, I Mm -hmm. think, I mean, it's, it's just the perfect fit, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. When, um, when it comes to finding inspiration in a pandemic, how do you do that? I mean, is it easy as a songwriter because you can take the good, the bad and and put it all out there? Or does it make it kind of hard because you kind of are at a standstill? I mean, at one point, you know, we really couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't do anything. You're just stuck at home. I mean, as a songwriter, what has it been like for you to just, you know, create? It's been tough. I mean, it was definitely tough the first few weeks. I thought that I was not going to be able to make an album at all. Um, And then I think I just had a breakthrough because for the first time in my life, I wasn't on a moving train. I finally got off and I stopped and I was still for a while. And I felt like I got off the train and my whole life just came and slapped me in the back of the head. And I was like reliving the last five years so vividly and everything that was going on in life. And it was the first time my life caught up to me. And it was beautiful because all of a sudden I was like, oh, I have so much to reflect on. And then the album ended up becoming kind of the essence of that. In the uh, <laughs> in the special, you you showcase this manifestation journal that you have, and I love that because it, it's crazy. Every year, like I'll write down my goals, like I'll physically write them out, and every time that I've done that, I accomplish those goals. What do you think? What, what's the correlation in writing something down and then executing? Like, why does it happen once you write it down? Human magic human persistence and magic and belief and i really just believe that nobody is born with magical extreme superpowers other than other people it's just what you believe in yourself and um i really was hoping that in the documentary that came across to some 14 year old kid in the city that wanted to do the same thing that i do and for them to understand that like i i didn't have any special like singing or ability or anything it was like from sheer desire and want and love for and passion for music that i taught myself to sing i taught myself how to play guitar and then i willed my career to happen in a lot of ways and it's not just that a lot of luck and timing gets involved with it all but i do believe that if you breathe into the thing that you want in life, you will receive it. And um, it's pretty powerful stuff. 100%, man. I mean, the album, everybody's excited for this thing. Talk about it. Let everybody know this album needs to be in their life. 
<laughs> I think it's I think it really does. I think everyone is gonna it's I think it feels like not only just a reflective album of the, the times currently, but it also feels like a celebration. And I was not gonna avoid the fact that music is a celebration and it deserves to be celebrated no matter how dark things are. And I think it's necessary to have that celebration. Um, I love it, man. I'm really proud of this one. This is my my favorite album I've ever done. I think it's it sounds incredible. I think conceptually it's pushing boundaries. I think that it's just another step into a better direction for me. Once the uh, once the album drops and is, is number one everywhere, are you going to celebrate by doing the uh, Megan The Stallion body challenge? I don't even know what that is, to be honest. <laughs> just look I it up with you. I don't... Just look it up when you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll do that next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just look it up when you're bored. Dude, thank you so much for the time. Uh, and just congrats on everything, man. Again, guys, if you haven't seen the special on Netflix, watch it. It's just going to give you a whole different perspective and, and energy and excitement, uh, you know, for, for the album. So, uh, Sean, thank you so much, man. Thanks, Tina. I appreciate you, man. All good. And we're friends now. So if you want to follow on Instagram and, and just be buddies from here on out, I think it went good. All right. It went good. I got you. <laughs> Sean, thank you, brother. <laughs> Take care, man. Yep. You as well.